Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm your host, Than, and we're continuing our journey through our annual read, Daily in His Presence by Andrew Murray. And we continue the theme for the month, which is the secret of inspiration, where we become aware of the threefold blessings of the Spirit of God, the Spirit of love, and the Spirit of prayer. And today's focus is the goodness of God. In the Gospels, Jesus was once asked, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus responded in Mark chapter 10, verse 18, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. There's an actual phenomenon that is trending these days where people will gleefully watch really bad, terrible movies. Movies where the plot is really weak, the acting is so cringy, and the production value is so janky uh, that for many people, this is, for them, worth watching. Uh, These movies have created a cult following, actually, for being so laughably bad that they would gather together and watch the movie. Not because uh, there's, there's a good movie and it's worth watching, but it, that it's so terribly bad to watch. Uh, one prominent film critic said, these films are so bad that they are so good. In fact, there's actually a psychological study that was done uh, surrounding this cult following of people watching bad movies and why it attracted so many people to gather together and watch bad movies. And for many, it empowered them. The the research showed that it empowered them. And and as one researcher said, it makes you feel like an expert film critic. Now, that makes total sense because I've always wondered why there was a Sharknado 7 in production as of right now. I mean, just think about it. I mean, the first movie was so bad But because so many people watched it and wanted to see it because of how bad it was, they just kept producing more movies, which explains why there's a Sharknado 7 coming out, which exposes something in our culture and in our hearts and in our nature. What we tend to call bad is now somehow good. I mean, think about the values in our societies that once were good for the flourishing of people are now scorned upon. And behaviors that once were condemned are now not just tolerated, but actually celebrated. So when Jesus is asked, good teacher, good teacher, what must I do to inherit the kingdom of God? Jesus responds not with the answer that he was looking for, but he reveals to the questioner, on what basis are you calling good? Because in Isaiah 5.20, we see this judgment upon the people of God and the way that they have changed and corrupted what is good. Isaiah 5 verse 20 says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness, who substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Yet on the contrary, here's what we know about the goodness of God. The Bible tells that the goodness of God never changes. James chapter 1 verse 17, James writes, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. In other words, God is good, and everything good, every good thing comes from God, and James makes it very clear that God doesn't change like shifting shadows. 
His definition of good doesn't change. God's consistently good and he will not change. And that's comforting because God is not going to be good and kind to you and then somehow change how he feels about you. Rather, his nature, by definition, God is good. And God's goodness could be characterized in really three things, long-suffering, mercy, and grace. Here's a good definition of the goodness of God by Sam Storms. Sam Storms says, The goodness of God is but the inclination and resolve of his nature to promote the welfare and happiness of his creatures. This more general attribute of goodness may be manifested in a delay of penal judgment, in which case we speak of God's long-suffering. I love this. And uh, John Piper has this phrase, his quote, he says, God is doing 10,000 things and we're only aware about three of them. Oftentimes I would hear people say, how can God be good if he allowed this to happen? Name whatever bad thing. And which is a fair question. I, th- I think it's something to, to be explored. But what we also don't realize, and if we want to be consistent in that kind of criteria of the goodness of God, think about all the things God has spared you. Think of all the things that God didn't allow to happen in your life that you weren't aware of. And so we all have to come to this realization that part of the goodness of God are things that we don't even know that God has prevented, God has caused, and what God didn't cause in our life. And partly because what we know from the scriptures is that we deserve as sinners judgment, God's long-suffering for us is a means of his goodness. Sam Storms also goes on to say that the goodness of God is also manifested in the restoration of the wretched in what the Bible calls mercy. Likewise, God's goodness is also manifested towards the guilty and undeserving, and it is referenced in scripture as his grace. That is the goodness of God. Murray highlights this in the devotional. He says, this is the aimable nature of God. He is everything that is good. He is love itself, pure, immeasurable love, doing nothing but from love, giving nothing but gifts of love to everything that he has made, requiring nothing of his creatures but the spirit and the fruit of that love who brought them into being. What great motivation for man to return love for love. I love that reminder. In the view of God's goodness, let us today return love for love. Let's pray our guided prayer for today. Father, teach me to believe in your love and not to rest until my heart is filled with it. Amen. Thanks so much for making Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you would take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.